Blog Talk Radio. This episode of Attention Talk Radio is brought to you by children and adults with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Welcome to Attention Talk Radio, your ADHD information station where we help those with ADHD pay attention to attention. With your host, ADHD and attention coach, Jeff Topper. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to this edition of Attention Talk Radio. I'm your host, ADHD and attention coach, Jeff Copper. Our topic tonight, ADHD, I'm sorry, a reflexive response. With us in our virtual studio is Dr. Sharon Celine. Uh, anxious to get into the content. I'm very excited about the program tonight. But before we do, the show is being brought to you by children and adults with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, better known as CHAD. We're celebrating that event, anxious to give away free digital copies of Attention Magazine to get yours. Listen to our show. We're going to share a secret word several times during the show. It's the same word three times. Write it down. Uh, listen to another show. Uh, secret word down, then send me an email with both secret words. The address is attention at attentiontalkradio.com. Once in, we will forward this to Chad. We'll get you a, a PDF copy of the current edition of Attention Magazine and a PDF copy of the next issue when it is released. Again, our program is being brought to you by Chad. They've got a little tip that they're going to run, and we'll get into the content. Join Chad at the Virtual International Conference on ADHD from November 4th through 6th. Learn the latest tools, treatments, and strategies for managing ADHD. Share insights and stories with new friends and experts in chat room breakout sessions. And learn lots of new ideas and action plans that may help you, your partner, or your child to live a healthier, more vital life. Register today at chad.org. Thank you so much, Chad, for your continued support. For those that are not aware, Chad is the largest not-for-profit organization that advocates on behalf of those with ADHD. We encourage all of our listeners to either donate or become members to support Chad. Financial stability is really important for them to have the resources to have people lobbying uh, on Capitol Hill for the ADHD community and working with different regulatory agencies on wording to make sure that uh, those with ADHD get the accommodations that they need in order to thrive. Again, for more information, to donate or to uh, become a member, go to chadd.org. Okay, really good show tonight. I'm sorry, reflexive response. It sounds so simple, but there's a lot of self-awareness in here, and I'm very excited about it. With us in our virtual studio is Dr. Sharon Celine. Uh, she's focused her work on ADHD, anxiety, learning differences, and mental health challenges, and their impact on schools and the family dynamics for 30 years. Her unique perspective, a sibling of a child who wrestles with untreated ADHD, uh, combined with uh, decades of academic excellence and clinical experience, uh, assists her in guiding families as they navigate from the confusing maze of diagnosis and conflict to successful interventions and connection. Dr. Sharon Celine funnels her experience into her book, What Your ADHD Child Wishes You Knew, Working Together to Empower Kids of Success in School and in Life. Heralded as an innovative resource, her book is a recipient of two awards, Best Book Award winner by the American Book Best and Gold Medal from the Mom's Choice Award. She's recently published the ADHD Solution Deck. Uh, she's an international lecturer and workshop facilitator. 
You can find a whole host of information on her website. We encourage you to check it out, S-A-L-I-N-E. And with that, Sharon, welcome to the show. Thank you, Jeff. It is great to be here. Love having you on. And, and this is one of those topics. You know, I get these ideas sometimes for topics, and it's just like all of a sudden somebody's head, like somebody's face like pops in my mind. I'm like, oh, my God, I got the guest on this. And I want to kind of frame this out a little bit. Um, yes, I say okay a lot. Um, I know I say okay a lot. Um, it's funny because I used to say it so much in uh, college. My roommate, uh, like on the weekends or whatever, we'd sit down, have a cocktail or two, get ready to go out, and he'd start messing with my head. He'd say okay every time I said okay, and oh, my God. It was amazing to me. <laughs> I was like, it's getting annoying to me after a while, which is getting annoying to everybody else. But I began to realize it's a reflexive response. And we have these reflexive response where we just do things to kind of fill the air. And when I've been coaching people with ADHD, there's this thing, I'm sorry all the time. I'm like, are you noticing how much that you say you're sorry? And I wanted to do a show on this particular topic because sometimes I just think it's a reflexive response. And I know there's all kinds of different things that we want to cover here on this show, but when somebody says, I'm sorry, it's kind of like, are you, are you, are you saying you're sorry? Are you setting the stage, prepping them, or are, are you, do you think you're going to be wrong when you get into it? I mean, there's so much that could be here that I don't think people are really aware of. Thoughts on this? Like, this, I mean, have, have you noticed this when you're working you know, with people? I, well, I, I, think there are, I think there are a whole set of, things, of, of issues attached to I'm sorry. So the first is, you know, are you making a genuine apology? Okay, so mm-hmm. that's, that's the first category. Like, is this a genuine apology? Um, and um, if it's a genuine apology, do you need to attach it to uh, making amends in some way, some kind of action? Because... It's uh-huh. not enough to say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but there's no change or no change in behavior or change in attitude or better emotional regulation that goes along with it. So that's the first piece. Like, what is the, like, what is, what is the apology? Is it genuine or is it just, I'm trying to get out of this situation? The second type of apology is a code. You know, it's I'm, it's I'm sorry as a code for I'm a screw-up, I'm not good enough, I don't get things right. It's sort of a pre-excuse of yourself, uh-huh. right? And the third, to me, the third type of apology is saying these negative things um, about yourself and taking blame and taking on responsibility for things that aren't yours. So I'd love to address each of those areas today in our conversation. I, I think that's great. <laughs> I love how you frame that out. Which one do you want to start with first? I'd like to start with whether an apology is genuine or not. Love it. Um, so sometimes we say we're sorry as a throwaway. It's like, I don't want to deal with you anymore. I can't, I can't talk to you. I don't want to listen to you. I'm just going to say I'm sorry and get out of it. And that's sometimes what people do. And then sometimes we do feel we're sorry, but we don't actually change. We don't actually attach it to any kind of change in behavior. If you say you're sorry for something and then you do the same thing the next day and the same thing the day after that, your, your, your apology means nothing. So we, what I think is important, particularly for adults with ADHD, is having some kind of apology of action. How are you going to make amends? What is your metacognitive process around 
what behavior you've done that you're sorry for, and how are you attempting to change that? I love that because often you actually have to reflect a response, I'm sorry, and if you feel that way, you've got to do something about it, which means you do have to pause a little bit and think about your actions and learn from it. All too often, I think those people, they, they say it. They don't think about behavior, and they just are oblivious and might find themselves back in that situation again saying, I'm sorry. And after a while, you might mean it. It feels like a throwaway from the other person's perspective. Does that add to that? That's that... exactly right. And then and when it feels like a throwaway, what starts to happen to the other person is that I don't trust you. So it's a, it, there's an increase in mistrust. There's mm-hmm. also um, a kind of detachment that occurs. I'm going to pull myself away from you because I don't want to engage with you because I don't know when the next time you're going to do this thing that you don't change is. Yeah. It's, you know, there's also, I, I can also see why if it becomes a throwaway, if you will, There's the trust and detachment, but there also becomes the – there's a frustration side of it that gets expressed to the person with ADHD. Then they feel attacked, Mm -hmm. and they go into a defensive mode when at the end of the day there was an incident that took place. It didn't mean that you felt sorry, but you didn't take action, so that repeats over a period of time. The other person gets frustrated with it all because it feels like a throwaway becomes maybe a little bit more critical, then the person with ADHD emotionally starts to feel threatened and begins to react. And now we're getting into a really bad negative spiral. That is a terrible spiral. And and a lot of of relationships go into this spiral, particularly in relationships where one partner has ADHD and the other doesn't. And that's why an apology of action um, is so important or making amends because you are saying you're sorry and you're demonstrating the self-awareness that, you know what, this, what I'm doing isn't working. It's, uh-huh. it's, it's so destructive to my relationship that I actually need to do something different because I care about this person, because I want to keep my job. You know, mm-hmm. and so what is that thing that you're going to commit to in terms of, change and and i thought we could talk about that a little bit um later you know and how are you going to show the person that you are sorry because if you just say you're sorry and there's no change in context or behavior you know you could say the sky is blue and it would mean the same thing absolutely um i tell you what i want to go to a break um but before we do i just want to uh we've had melissa orlov on before uh, she works a lot in mm-hmm. relationships, and she talks about the symptom response response. You know, hey, honey, go to the store and get me eggs. First with ADHD, she goes to the store, comes back with everything but eggs. So doesn't really apologize for it or says, I'm sorry or whatever. The person with the, that, the non-ADD person starts to get a little frustrated because, you know, I just gave you this one thing to do, and it happened over and over and over, and it repeats itself. And then after a while, mm-hmm. they start to kind of attack. The person with ADHD out of frustration, the person with ADHD – feel threatened and they emotionally are coming back and emotionally they react. And so that symptom response response goes into a negative spiral and repeated over 10 years becomes really, really 
difficult mm-hmm. in relationships. So I just wanted to highlight the stuff that we talk about with her and what mm-hmm. we're talking about with Sharon. You can begin to see how this repeats kind of back and forth. And the thing I think that is the most important thing about this show and this concept is that self-awareness. If you're going to say, I'm sorry, is it just that I'm just getting out of the situation, I'm ignoring the problem, which means it will probably repeat itself, or do you really feel that way and are you going to make adjustments? So let's go to break. We'll come back. We'll dive into a little bit more. Before we do, um, our secret word tonight is sorry. Again, our secret word is sorry. And um, I adore uh, Sharon. You've got to check out her website. She's got great stuff there. Her website is uh, D-R-S-H-A-R-O-N-S-A-L-I-N-E. With that, we'll be right back after these messages. Your life, your world, your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. Are you always late? The Time Timer is an award-winning time management solution that's helped millions of people with ADHD manage life better. As time passes, Time Timer's bright red disc disappears. Visit Timetimer.com and use the discount code ATR for 15% off. Transform lives as a professionally trained ADHD coach at the ADD Coach Academy. ADHD coaching is in demand, a calling, and a career. Learn how you can change lives by going to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR. Managing ADHD is about pausing before you ponder and proceed. This opportunity to practice pausing is being brought to you by gigcoaching.com. And now, back to Attention Talk Radio. Welcome, everybody. We're here with uh, Dr. Sharon Celine. We're having a great conversation about the concept of I'm sorry. Uh, I think Sharon did a great job at the first part of our segment, just framing out like three different parts. One, uh, is your apology genuine? Is it code, like a pre-excuse? Or are you saying it, taking blame and responsibilities for things uh, before you get to them? And the first segment, again, a rehash, we looked at the apology, if it's genuine or not, you know, if you're getting out of it. And I, I think, I think, Sharon, I love how you, you said that because it really speaks to that dynamic of people with ADHD and how much awareness of this and your behavior um, you can do. Like if you're the person that says, I'm sorry, and you're not making that behavioral change and you think about this, now you can begin to understand why, uh, why some of those dynamics are. And you can do something about it if you're aware of it. So um, what's this, which one do you want to do next? The code or? Um, well, I, I just want to go back to, <clears throat> I want to go back to what you said about Melissa Orlov, who is so wise. And I think that that the, the 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 symptom response response that what we're talking about here when I talk about an apology of action or making amends has to do with making eye contact, acknowledging, you know, taking responsibility, being accountable for what is genuinely yours, and then what are you going to do to do it differently. You know, we can change as humans generally one thing at a time. And so what is the behavioral change? So if I ask you to go to the store to get eggs and you get everything but the eggs and that happens over and over again, you know, then, then really the change of behavior is I'm going to make a list. Let's keep a grocery list here. And then when you go to the store, you can have the list and you can check the list and, make, and go through the list so everything is on it and we don't have to have these arguments. And that's something that that actually lowers the temperature between a couple, and it's a practical thing. Well, where's this and that? And, I, and you can show up the list, hold up the list and say, it wasn't on the list. <laughs> I didn't get it. <laughs> um, 
just to real, you know, we've had a lot of really good guests here, but we've we've also had like Elaine Taylor Claus from Impact uh, Parents dot com, and they have their Sanity School, and they talk about coaching parents um, on a process whenever you're dealing with behavioral issues with kids. You got to take aim. In other words, pick that one thing at a time and work its way through this. And I just want to share that because uh, Sharon's. I mean, this is this is permeates all the experts and thought leaders that we have. So I, I did agree, and glad that you uh, you kind of pointed that out. So. Um, which one to go next, code or saying So saying I, I want to go into the code. Okay. I want to go into the code. So sometimes we, you know, we, all of us human beings, say I'm sorry um, because we feel bad about ourselves about this particular thing that we keep doing. But a lot of adults with ADHD and, and for that matter, you know, kids, say I'm sorry. Um, and, and they say it multiple times because it's code for I'm a screw up, I'm not good enough, I don't get things right. And so in a way, you, you're, 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 you're excusing yourself, you're trying to excuse yourself for what you've done. But in also there's a way in which you might be excusing your, pre-excusing yourself for the future for what you may do again. You know, it's like, I'm sorry, I'm a bad person, I can't get things right. It's a whole narrative, negative narrative about yourself. And, and that actually doesn't help, you know, sort of, gen, sort of generate a genuine apology that goes along with accountability and, and making a shift in your personality. Um, so I'm, I, I, I am curious what your thoughts are about that. I'm having a huge flashback uh, to, to November of 2010 when our formative years, I had Ari Tuckman on. We were talking about disclosing ADHD, and he had something that was brilliant. He said, don't use your ADHD as an excuse because you make it as an excuse. Basically, you're pushing the responsibility over to the other person. He said, explain it. Like, you know, you might – struggle with time management. You can just say, I'm just bad with time management. I mean, I've scum myself for any responsibility of doing anything about it. It's now your responsibility to take care of it. That's a big weight that people don't want to accept. If you go, hang on a second, I struggle with time management. It's, some, it's a cross that I bear every single day. I'm constantly working on it, right? Now, <clears throat> I'm not, I wouldn't be upset if you wanted to text me before we met uh, for you're comfortable, but I'm taking the responsibility of it. I'm not making an excuse. It's a challenge for me, so you're owning up to that, but you're owning it and not saying, hey, before this ever happens, I'm going to excuse myself from having to do anything about it, and now you, it, the burden is on you. I love the way he put that. You basically kind of like you're, excusing, you're pre-excusing yourself, and you're not taking accountability for it. And I, I, I'm just relating that in is because when you say that, the other person, it's a burden for them because they've got to make it up for you. But you have that expectation that's going to happen. And if you think about it, I mean, that's – be frustrated for the other person or the people that are involved. Now, that, I mean, that, that – that I, uh, Absolutely. I, I mean, it's, absolutely. It's, I mean, I, I – Go ahead. I, I couldn't – I was going to say, I'm sorry. Uh, I couldn't agree more. You know, I think that – it's one thing to say, oh, well, I'm just bad at time management. That's why I'm always 30 minutes late. In, in what, but that, that actually, that's not an apology. You know, that's, that's really um, sort of a throwaway. Whereas <laughs> if you say, you know, my time management problems um, plague me every day, and I'm working with Jeff, <laughs> my coach, uh-huh. <laughs> to try to get a handle on those. Uh, I realized I didn't learn time management in my family growing up. 
um, nobody taught me that skill because my primary parent had ADHD and she was terrible with time. Um, you know, I mean, that again, that's an explanation. But um, we want to be able to tell people when we're sorry for some of these these, you know, behaviors and traits that we have because we live with ADHD, to be able to say, um, you know, this is one of my executive functioning challenges and I'm working on it. I work on it every day and mm-hmm. uh, I'm trying to do better. Um, you know, here I've set alarms now so that I can um, get to places on time. I didn't set one for our date. I'm sorry. I'll do better next time. And then you do better. Or it could even be because you do. I didn't. I didn't. I I I had the intention to set the alarm. I didn't. I got. It's unfortunate. I think I might try. Mm -hmm. You say I'm sorry, but you had intent. Do it. You got distracted, but just on again. Not just okay because there's. I'm I'm aware of this now. I'm going to try something different. And today, this is really that's exactly right. To be able to manage that situation as opposed to just escaping it. So, um, right. The other thing on this, the blame part. Yes. So, so I think one of the things, the the final way that people say they're sorry is they apologize for things that may they may have like you know twenty five percent might be their contribution um, and seventy five percent might be the other person's but they're so used to feeling bad about themselves or blaming themselves for things that go wrong that they then take on the the accountability the the responsibility for the entire situation and say um, you know. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, you know, I'm sorry, uh, I'm, yes, this was my fault, when, which feeds the narrative, like, of the thing we were talking about before, yep. which is, I am, I am, you know, I am, I'm defective in some way, so when, when things don't go right, of course it's my fault. Yep, yep. So I tell you what, I want to go deeper into that. Let's go to break real quick. We'll come back and want to parcel that out because there's a lot that's there. Um, everybody, tonight our secret word is sorry, just sorry. And again, you've, 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 you've witnessed the brilliance of Sharon in this uh, interview, and you can check out the other ones that we've done with her. So you've got to go to her website. It's D-R-S-H-A-R-O-N-S-A-L-I-N-E. And with that, we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to Attention Talk Radio. We'll return in a moment. Your life, your world, your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. Change your life by learning more about managing ADHD. Other places give you a few tips. The ADD Coach Academy will change your life. To find out more, go to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR. Are you always late? The Time Timer is an award-winning time management solution that's helped millions of people with ADHD manage life better. As time passes, Time Timer's bright red disc disappears. Visit Timetimer.com and use the discount code ATR for 15% off. Could hiring an attention coach really help you move forward? (laughs) Does a child get wet when they dive into a swimming pool? You can get started moving forward today. Just call Dig Coaching Practice at 813-837-8084 and schedule a free consultation. 
Tell us you heard about us on Attention Talk Radio and get 50% off your discovery session. For more information, visit digcoaching.com. Don't delay, do it today. And now, back to Attention Talk Radio. Welcome back, everybody. We're having a big conversation in the self-awareness of that reflexive response when you say, I'm sorry, trying to break it down into context components so that you can begin to see what's going on or what you might not be paying attention to that maybe you should that would kind of help your life. Uh, we talked about uh, <clears throat> saying I'm sorry is a throwaway. We talked about it as um, code, like a pre-excuse. Um, end of last segment, we started talking about, you know, taking responsibility for everything. And, you know, Sharon and I, we did a show uh, specifically on you're not always wrong. And I think that over a period of time, when you have ADHD and you get into this reflexive response, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, sometimes it's not all your fault. Maybe it's some of your fault, but you'll have a tendency to take on the responsibility of everything, which you kind of can't control, which from my perspective leads you to a negative place emotionally. Now, you know, Sharon, you, you're a mental health professional on this. I, thoughts on this? Things to add? Is this, what, yeah, I mean, what I'm sort of thinking about is that that the kind of blame, of self-blame that can can be attached to, I'm sorry, um, uh, periodically, is is about aiming for unachievable perfection. You know, like I should be a particular way. And um, in a way, you know, we want to have, I'm sorry, to be an accountability. I did this thing. I truly regret it. And here's how I'm going to uh, do it differently in the future. And and that that takes not just a lot of self-awareness, but it also takes self-acceptance. It, it, it takes acceptance in saying, I am who I am, I have these challenges, I made a mistake, and that's okay. You know, I am perfectly imperfect just like everyone else. We all make mistakes. To be able to learn to talk back to the part of yourself that says, I'm a screw-up, I'm not good enough, I make problems for people. But- there's a lot in what you said about self-acceptance. So I want to stay on this topic, but what is self-acceptance from your perspective? I think that self-acceptance is really being able to say, I am who I am. I have, I have strengths. I have challenges just like everyone else. And, I, and to treat ourselves like you treat a 10-year-old with a skin you know, um, Jack Kornfield and Tara Brock talk about that when people are, you know, defensive and angry and, and in pain and, and acting out of that place, it's like a dog with its leg in its track. And I mm-hmm. think that we don't talk to ourselves as we're talking to ourselves. Instead, we are yelling at ourselves. We are... Um, grading ourselves for all the ways that we're not this or the other. And that actually is directly linked to these apologies where you say you're sorry as prep for what's happened, for the, you know, it's like, I'm so sorry, I, um, I'm just a terrible person, or I'm, I'm so sorry, I can't do better, I've tried, but I'm not able to, 
or I'm so sorry, everything is my fault. Like all mm. of those things are linked to this, in a, this you know, harsh of criticism and, and in some ways a kind of depressive thinking. You know, there's a sort of yep. hopelessness and helplessness to that type of I'm sorry. So I got – this is a personal one. I'm interested in your thoughts on it. Um, years ago, I started accepting myself. I am what I am. There's some things that I, I, I do and some things I, I really, really struggle with. So this will be in the – is this a pre-excuse or is this self-acceptance? Um, you know, Sharon, for years I've been going to conferences. Um, I think I've been to every ADD, ADD conference in like 2008. And when I go, um, because of the podcast and my video channel, there's a lot of people who come up and you know, want to talk to me about you know, possible content, which I love because there's a lot of great ideas. But there's like, you know, a thousand people, this thing, and, and I struggle. I mean, really, really, really struggle uh, remembering people in those situations because it's like, you know, a thousand mm-hmm. to one. And they'll come to me and I'll say, you know, hi, you know, what's your name? And I'll, I'll, from the beginning, I'll say, listen, I just want to be clear. Um, I'm not very good with names. In fact, I struggle with my name. So if I forget your name, it's not because you're not important <laughs> to me. It's just I struggle with it. And like, you know, you can ask me 50 times, you know, whatever. And I also will say <clears> – <throat> A lot of times I won't remember our conversation unless something comes up that triggers the last one. So I just – I kind of set the stage <laughs> because I kind of know myself, and I've, I tried. I felt bad about it for years, and I tried all these strategies, and it took so much effort, and I wasn't really moving the needle. But I've turned, and I kind of apologize up front, and I kind of accept this is just something that I just struggle with. I, I'm going to pre-apologize if I forget your name. I'm going to give you permission to do this. I'm not, I don't really want to push the blame on them, but I'm accepting myself because literally I've tried, I mean, umpteen times in the amount of stress that I've taken on trying to do something mm-hmm. that I just really have never been able to turn the corner on. It's been challenging. So I've accepted myself. <clears throat> but am I uh, pre-excusing myself in that? What are your thoughts? Absolutely not. Because I think there's, in a pre-excuse you're saying, I'm sorry, yeah, um, you know, I'm, I'm just sorry for who I am, and I can't do better. And, and, and feeling, and there's a negativity associated with it, and there's also an exporting component. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I, this is who I am, you know, you're just going to have to deal with it. Whereas what you're doing is so beautiful. It's accountability. It's saying, hey, you know what, I'm just not good with names. Please don't be upset if I ask you for your name. I've tried everything. It doesn't. I, I, it just doesn't seem to get better. So I, I ask the patients. That is very different because you're not saying, "Oh, you know, I'm a. I hate myself because I yep. don't know names, and you know, you're just going to have to deal with that problem." Or you're not. Um, you're not actually in the process when you go up to someone and you say, "Hi, Jeff. How are you?" And you're like, "Hi. Um, what's your name again?" And you're actually saying something that's kind, which is like, I'm sorry. You know what? I'm not good with names. Can you just repeat your name for me? It it, it lowers the intensity of the um, emotion for all parties. And it's not actually doing it out of um, a kind of, um, you know, just a nastiness. It's like, hey, you know what? It's neutral. This is who I am. Here's how I cope with it. Rather than, you better take it or leave it. Yep. So, recently, I, I mean, 
you know, uh, I mean, when people sort of, when you ask someone to do something, like, no, I don't feel like it. I just don't want to do that. It's not important to me. Yep. That, that is a whole different kind of ballgame. Yep. And there's usually not an I'm sorry that goes along with it. Yep. So I'm going to explain. I want to talk about self-acceptance here for a second. I will, Sharon, your, your, your ear stuff is you're wobbling a little bit. So while I'm talking, if you could listen to me and make some adjustments at the same time, I appreciate it. But the reason I'm bringing this up, everybody, is, is I've been – the last year or two I've been studying this, and there's a lot of people who come to me who know a lot about ADHD. They've read the books. They've gone to the, the webinars, the telesummits, and stuff like that, but they're not moving forward. And one of the things that I've been noticing that's common among everyone is that while they know about it, they're not accepting themselves. So I'll give yeah. you an example. You know, I've had some people that they struggle with working memory. They need to talk out loud to think out loud. And I'll, I'll, I'll work with them, and we'll, we'll talk about the success. I mean, it's this, when they reflect on the times when they're able to do that with somebody, it's like 100%. I mean, you have 100% competency, yet whenever there's time to go do something, they go off on their own and expect themselves to just really try harder. In that situation, they really haven't accepted that that's the way they do it. Now, it might be a little difficult, and, and I don't want to minimize this, to find somebody where you can go to and talk out loud to, but they haven't accepted that that's really what they should do, and they go in that direction. And so a lot of times I think you can get lost in this loop is that if you don't accept yourself and do it your way and you keep trying to do it based off of how you think it should be and you start to say you're sorry for your performance, it becomes self-deprecating, and you get to a really, really bad place. And so this particular topic in terms of I'm sorry, I think is wrought with some stuff. And there's the you're taking responsibility for maybe stuff that other people done, but you also have to be careful that, hey, there's some acceptance here. And that's sometimes, you know, you accept it and you try differently. You come up with a strategy, which takes us back to the beginning, and that is if you're saying you're sorry, what are you aware of and what are you doing differently to move forward? That's exactly right. I, I think something, you know, some of it is not just, um, it's not just your words. It's what you bring to it, right? So you mm-hmm. can say you're sorry and bring to it a genuine sense of, I wish I had done that differently. I want to do things differently. Here's what I'm trying to do to, to make, make changes, an effective change in this area. Um, and and that is I, that's the ideal, right? I regret that I've done this thing. I'd like to do it differently. Um, I need help with that, or um, I need to find someone who's going to coach me, or um, or do some therapy on this, or I, um, I I have to set up a better support. Like every time mm-hmm. I make a plan, I'm going to put it in my put it put an alert on it. So I have 10 minutes in advance to know that, of that. So that's, 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 that's the whole thing of, you know, I, I, uh, of being accountable, um, being aware, and um, having, you know, uh, sort of a, an action-oriented item, an apology of action that includes personal insight. But I think some of what happens is that people say, I'm sorry, um, and they just feel bad about themselves. They're in a shame spiral, and they can't actually get to a place where it's a clean apology. You know, it's just bringing along, it's, it's, it's like towing a whole, a whole boat. A load of cargo of of negativity about yep. themselves and um, 
and 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 who they are and what they've been told that has been critical. And so I think that as adults with ADHD, um, at, at some point you have to basically look inside at your 10-year-old with a skinned knee and figure out what thing you'd want to say to that 10-year-old with a skinny. Like, it's okay. You know, um, everybody trips sometimes and skins their knee. Or, you know, you, you are struggling to do the best you can with the resources you have available. Maybe you need some more resources. You know, to mm-hmm. treat yourself as a 10-year-old the way you would treat any other 10-year-old with a skin knee. And that, yep. to me, is the core of self-acceptance, to have that self-compassion that Kristen Neff talks about so much. Wow. You know, I always love having you on the show. We could probably turn this into a two- or three-hour conversation, but we need to pull it together. Um, you know, Sharon, I think today really comes a lot down to self-awareness and ADHD being one of an issue of self-regulation. Um, as our title shows, I'm sorry, a reflexive response. The, the focus today was really to break it down. When you're saying I'm sorry, that's an opportunity for you to catch yourself and go, hmm, what's going on here? <laughs> am I, am mm-hmm. I just ignoring trying to get through this thing? Am I just saying I'm sorry, I'm not changing anything? Is it code to pre-excuse so the other person has to do it? Or am I starting to shame myself a little bit? When you're saying you're sorry based on these, each time, I'm not so sure it's really something that's good for your situation if you're not actually turning into an actionable item. Now, you might not always know what to do, uh, but it starts with the awareness. Hey, when I'm saying I'm sorry, let me back up. What's really going on here? And if I am sorry and I'm going to turn into an actual item, that's where you might need to get some help trying to figure that stuff out. But the key really is, is to understand if it's a reflexive reaction and you're not thinking about what you're meaning or what that's doing, you're really not doing anything about it and you're just escaping the situation. And I find that it's just going to repeat itself over and over and it will grow and get worse over a period of time. So as we do this and wrap it up, any final thoughts before we um, close it out? Yes, um, I agree with what you're saying. And I want to add something that because adults with ADHD received a lot of negative messages about who they are when they were growing up. One of the things that in terms of that awareness that we want to consider is, am I uh, blaming myself or for situations that um, are are outside of my control? And what is the true piece of what I'm responsible for? Um, Mm -hmm. Because if you're used to thinking that you are the cause of a lot of problems, you may take responsibility for feelings and uh, situations that really are without your control. It's like an impossible task. It's kind of a myth of Sisyphus. You're always pushing that boulder up to sort of see, you know, can I get it to the mountain and, 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 and am I going to be able to finally take a rest, right? Yep. And so well what we want to do, what we want to do is to be able to have that metacognitive awareness and self-regulation to be in a situation and say, yes, this piece is mine, but that my partner's reaction is theirs. Mm-hmm. And that is a whole nother thing that we can talk about, which is how do you hold on to yourself 
and this would be a great topic, how do you yep. hold on to yourself in the presence partner or your bosses or your friends, um, you know, distress yes. or issues Absolutely. And, not, Absolutely. and not just let that kind of, oh, yeah, of course that's mine because, you know, I have a history of being wrong so much. I have to take that on. And so that is an important part of the I'm sorry. Actually, you know, being able to be attuned to your environment and own what is your piece. Now, sometimes we can't see that, and our and whoever around us might say, "Well, you're missing this." Then, and if you don't see it, that's fine. You can say, "You know, that's an interesting point. Let me think about it and get back to you." And then, if you feel like, "Wow, you know what? That was mine," then you can be accountable for it. Absolutely. So, all right, everybody, love to kind of keep going. This is great stuff, but uh, we do need to kind of close it down. So um, with all that, Sharon, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me, Jeff. Everybody, check out our website at dr. Sharon Celine. That's D-R-S-H-A-R-O-N-S-A-L-I-N-E.com. Our secret word tonight is I'm sorry. Catch us next week for another great edition of Attention Talk Radio. Take care.